Okay, good morning. My name is Jeremiah Thomas. This is the podcast series, Getting to Know Grace, where uh, we interview anyone from elders, church members, missionaries, and today we've got missionaries, the Rebelos. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We have Paul and Missy here. Uh, it's a great blessing to have them in, in the States, uh, a, a, a wonderful um, uh, time to just be able to come together and to hear from them later in the worship service, but this morning uh, we get to hear a little bit more uh, for those who might be intrigued. And so uh, maybe just to start things off, I'll start it off the way that I always started off. Uh, I would love, and I think that the that the Grace listeners would love to hear um, y'all's testimony, how you came to faith uh, in the very beginning. All right. You want to start? Sure, let's start. Um, I was raised in a unbelieving home, and... Uh, uh, overall, there, my mother was a believer. Uh, my dad was not a believer. Uh, my mother tried to um, uh, teach us about the Lord, but my dad was not really interested until later in life. He hmm. became a, he did become a believer, um, but she took us to church faithfully, and um, so I heard God's word and um, you know gradually got involved right. as a right. as a teenager hmm. became very involved in church and really heard um, God's word and understood uh, his grace and his forgiveness hmm. and and so that's age 15 I became a hmm. believer and um, and uh, after that the Lord uh, just um, gave me very um, specific uh, ways to grow hmm. In the faith and uh, through Bible study and discipleship, and was involved involved in um, Campus Crusade for Christ oh, okay, in college, great, yeah. and uh, so that's where I was really taught about missions mm-hmm. and the need, um, you know, the great need uh, globally, uh, mm-hmm. and um, so just really the Lord just led me into missions. I so don't think, yeah, right, yeah, kind of right, right through right the, the college. Met met Paul later on. I was heading uh, to met. In medical missions, because of my nurse, um, oh, okay. but uh, uh, my my father, who was at that point not a believer, um, said he just didn't want me going as a single woman to uh, mm. to wherever that right. would be, yeah. and um, so I prayed about that and really felt like I should submit to my dad, and I did, and I think really the Lord used that mm. in his life. Um, just that I could love and respect him, and and he he turned to Christ after that he mm. became a believer. And anyway, making a, a long story short, I was in Bible college, and that's where I met Paul, and he was um, heading to Europe. Uh, so I, I asked my dad if you know this was before I met Paul actually, but I asked my dad if I would could I go to Europe and learn French uh, on the way to. Africa or wherever the Lord would lead, and um, and after that I met Paul, and um, he was heading straight for Europe. So uh, anyway, the Lord just brought us together. And That's great. <laughs> yeah. What, what Bible but, uh, college, if uh, so if you don't mind? CIU. Okay. Okay. A local school. <laughs> yeah. Not too far away. Yeah. Okay. That's that's great. Um, Paul, if you if you don't mind, maybe the yeah. same question. Yeah. Well, I was um, grew up in Greenville, South Carolina, not too far down the road okay. and uh, had a, an aunt and uncle here in town so we made the, the trip fairly often of course, often. Of course yeah. Um, but uh, yeah brought up in a traditional uh, mainline denominational church mm-hmm. and everything was 
was cool as a kid, and uh, my grandmother uh, was also living with us and had a, a different perspective on some things. Um, would teach me the Bible and um, you know give me personal sermons and uh, tell me about the world and uh, and man and yeah. and the need to to love our neighbor. And it was during the civil rights era, and uh, and she was very much. Uh, into that and uh, in a, an environment that wasn't necessarily jumping on the bandwagon full swing um, and it just her example uh, had a very deep impact that it's not just going along with the main crowd but um, you know occasionally the to follow God and to listen to his voice calls us to be to step out from the crowd and, and to dare to be different right um, and to be, dare to be um, prophetic mm-hmm. into our world and I think that really um, mm-hmm. shaped my heart uh, a lot not to be satisfied with with just going with the flow um, and really asking deep deep questions um, challenging culture occasionally mm-hmm. and um, so that was fine until teenage years and of course uh, the friends are doing other things and running around and you you ask if all that's really true um, but basically you just want to party kind of thing and so uh, I did some of that um, but after a while I I just don't think God let my heart be satisfied well it's empty it's just vain and um, but he gave me insight into that early on you know if I keep going down this road where am I going to end up and um and I didn't like the results of where that was headed. Um, but, I, you know, I was still asking those deep questions. What is life all about? Is God really there? Um, has he communicated to us? Um, does he have a plan for this mess out there? Is there an alternative? And uh, kind of desperate, uh, growing up in Greenville, I was exposed to many opportunities, let's say, to uh, to hear the gospel in a, right. in a presentation pray the prayer and, right. and all of that and I'm prayed the prayer probably 20 times mm-hmm. um, but a couple of days later I was still me you know no, no magic transformation and but uh, gradually understood that it's a walk by faith mm-hmm. that you you know yes God saves you but you have to put feet on it mm-hmm. <laughs> and follow him and uh, and learn his word put it into practice and it wasn't until I got to college that I got in uh, Christian group there mm-hmm. at Clemson and uh, and there too it was a you know we're we're a small group but we're we're gonna make a difference we're gonna you know speak prophetically into this generation and and uh, and that that really got me in that mode um, so I don't know if you wanted to cut it into yeah parts. well yeah and, and can you know kind of like Missy was saying you can maybe fill in the, the blanks so so from there from Clemson I imagine you graduated with your undergrad and then continued on to CIU or yeah it wasn't a, a direct passage okay okay <laughs> I had had about all the school I could take for a while <laughs> um, stumbling through right feeling. right um, but uh, yeah I spent a year uh, short term missions in Belgium oh okay um, by Belgium I uh, our family French heritage kind of led to us being open to receive uh, an exchange student from Belgium my okay. senior year in high school. He was from Belgium, very typical Belgian. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
believed in God, sort of mm-hmm. Catholic because by default, For and, sure. yeah. but not practicing necessarily. Oh, yeah. um, it brought a moral center somewhere that he could deviate from um, as it was convenient. Um, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. You know, God mm-hmm. was there for um, for the emergencies, and you know, mm-hmm. would probably forgive in general right. at some point. But you know, not yeah. real concerned about the day to day. And um, so, I didn't realize the scope of things until I actually went over to visit mm-hmm. him and talked to the, some of the most devout people. His aunt, for example. Mm-hmm. But his aunt, who had no clue as to what salvation mm-hmm. by faith in Christ was, mm-hmm. and you know that by grace, it's not by right. trying to do it's your worked. best, and yeah. and hopefully God will mm-hmm. accept that. Um, but uh, you know that was what really gripped my heart, mm-hmm. and so I went back. When I went back to Clemson, that was my right after my freshman year. Okay. When I went back to Clemson, I said, even though I was in pre med science major I said I want to take French uh, yeah. and get serious here and uh, hmm. so that that was really what wow. kind of opened that door it's great you know I, I'm always astounded I, I've you know, spoken to missionaries on a podcast like this or just you know my friends or people that I've met within the denomination and these little moments it seems the Lord uses for such um, momentous ripples into you know the rest of the lives of missionaries the call um, to go into the field can come from just something that if you were to look at it maybe on a page of a book uh, with no context, you think, oh, it's, you know, the, this is nothing, you know, but to see it within the within the context, it, it's astounding and mm-hmm. just um, brings me to my knees with praise to, just mm-hmm. to hear y'all's um, um, stories coming. And so, of course, in CIU, and you met uh, your lovely wife-to-be. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I wasn't even planning to. Uh, I had been at uh, Trinity up in Chicago area okay. for a couple of years, yeah. and just felt like it was time to mm-hmm. to have a, a more rounded, holistic type right. of approach to studies, and uh, as well as being back in, in South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, but I said, you know, the first semester I'm not going to check out the ladies. I'm, I'm focus <laughs> on my studies, and you know, uh, get just serious. for the first semester, though. Yeah. Yeah. First, well, at least the first semester. Right. Right. And, you know, I didn't want to shut down everything. Uh, that's right. Um, but uh, but that lasted about a month because I met the woman of my dreams. And, uh, you know, that's knocked good. me out of the saddle. That's and, good. Uh, yeah. So that's we, great. we actually were married at the beginning of the next semester. That's wonderful. Uh, that's wonderful. So it was one of those. We were older ones. Well, 25, so <laughs> supposedly our brains had been completely That's balanced. right. That's right. Yeah, I'll, I'll adhere to that as well. Um, and so, okay. Anyway, so we'll continue forward. Um, so so y'all are now where? Right now, where are y'all serving? We are in the western suburbs of Paris. Okay. Um, right on the – our church plant is actually on the – right at the western edge of Okay, and so maybe maybe for the rest of our time, if you could, and, and you know we can just kind of keep this um, a little conversational, but you know let us know um, what the work is, how we can be praying maybe for that work specifically, maybe broader. Uh, I, I remember it at the the missions uh, drop in that we had yesterday, which was uh, Saturday, um, that, that y'all mentioned kind of three prongs that that we're kind of going on right now, perhaps more in the future but right now three uh, and so maybe you can mention those as well um, I think that we would love to hear that 
Yeah, I don't know where the term prong actually came from. It just was one of those things. <laughs> the moment. Well, it's locked in now because it's yeah, on getting it's to know prong, great. Prong, <laughs> prongified. That's right. Um, actually, there were four prongs. Oh, I, I started with three and it, one, the, the, one offshoot of the... Pronged out, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the main thing that we got started in, um, maybe half a step back, um, you know, both Missy and I understood the implications of being a Christian and the gospel that it's not just for us and mm-hmm. our personal fulfillment and relationship with God. Wait, it's not? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, the implications are huge, right? And universal, right. and every person on yes. the planet has to hear this message. That's great. Yeah. Has to know Jesus mm-hmm. because He's the only way um, mm-hmm. to get to where God for sure. Uh, has created us to know him and to walk with him mm-hmm. and it's not just about getting out of heaven out of hell either I'm sorry, get out. Um, <laughs> you know escaping condemnation uh, is getting into relationship with with our loving mm-hmm. father father's day mm-hmm. um, and uh, so you know I, of course we had a burden that was created in our hearts and we were sharing our faith on mm-hmm. campus and saw that as our our mission field but the implications were it goes beyond that right. and um, so where can we serve anywhere where's where's there nothing going on maybe um, mm. or you know at Clemson we had so many campus groups we'd knock on doors and they'd say well, you're the fourth guy this yeah month. we're I'd covering this the, month it, it, you know what yeah. anyway I'm sorry I'm getting back to that but the implications were get it out there get the gospel out there and incarnate the ministry uh, demonstrate it to people love them um, and show them that God is real and makes a difference and um, so yeah we've been during my year in Belgium short term um, that was where I saw the importance of the church I'd been the main thing had been campus ministry and my growing up church experience was limited and so to see the importance of the church as the mm-hmm. means of uh, establishing witnessing communities that yeah. would continue on, um, I, I really saw that. And so we've been committed to church planting mm-hmm. as a means of making disciples yeah. uh, for our pretty much our whole ministry, uh, starting in Belgium and then in France. Yeah. And uh, an interesting thing now that we're excited about is that the uh, the French church is depending less on American missionaries to do it mm-hmm. uh, while they sit back and wait until a church is established and they we can hire a pastor mm-hmm. and then the French guy can step in and, mm-hmm. and take over. That's, that's an exaggeration. I understand. Well, I, but, yeah. but that's kind of been the mm-hmm. approach. Now they're seeing uh, it's our responsibility to plant churches, to reach our, our own people, and to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing our generation of missionaries nearing retirement. Uh, for us, it's way down the road. Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but we're, we're really wanting to see uh, a new generation of missionaries go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the same way that previous generations have, necessarily. Now they can come alongside the national church more mm-hmm. and cooperate and fit in mm-hmm. to what they're doing and, and helping them with their vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're doing now is we're actually helping a French church that is planting a new church and with one of their own 
That's a guy that grew up in the church and went to a French Bible Institute and and is taking it forward. He had worked with youth group. uh, And and then when we were delayed getting there, actually, um, God had led him to come forward and say, well, I can start, you know. (laughs) And and we were just ecstatic with that, you know. Great, you know. And and that really helps us. That's our main prong. Right. and as a church planter, um, and all that we've been through over the past twenty plus years in that, um, we've really seen a need for member care, mm-hmm. which is taking care of our missionaries that are actually out there. Mm-hmm. All the ups and downs and stress. The uh, second prong is our member care ministry, mm-hmm. and we're we've been asked to oversee uh, the member care ministry to our. Uh, with our mission, the, mm-hmm. the Evangelical Alliance mission or team uh, that just celebrated its 125th anniversary, um, the, throughout eight European countries, and also because Chad in Africa is French speaking, mm-hmm. we've adopted that as well. That's great, um, and it's really been uh, as as a church planter, active church planter. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, pastoral training and also uh, counseling training mm-hmm. uh, to be able to minister to them, help oh, them yeah. stay focused, focus on on basically the sufficiency of Jesus in their lives, um, look to him mm-hmm. uh, as their example as well as their source of strength, mm-hmm. um, uh, primarily that. But uh, facing just family stresses, um, hmm. all the things that come at you, and the frustration that may be multiplied on the field, uh, you know, when isolated and very intensified. Right. Yeah, as you're cut off from your resources. Right. As I was sharing some yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have your buddy that you can go and get a coffee right. with or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, though you do find those sources yeah. Yeah. among your fellow missionaries if everything's mm-hmm. working well. Which is another thing we try to do is encourage the missionary community to really care for one another mm-hmm. rather than cut each other That's to shreds. This happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, hmm. yeah, so that's that's second prong. Ready to move to the next prong? We're ready. Okay. Um, this is kind of a sub prong of that prong, um, but to uh, there'll be a chart included. We will, we'll, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, get the visual on this uh, That's right. podcast. Um, but the subprong uh, is we've actually got a new uh, mm. member care apartment mm-hmm. um, that one of your members uh, dubbed the upper room. <laughs> uh, so we've kept that. And uh, it's, it's really a place for missionaries primarily to come and either just relax and have a a cheap vacation mm-hmm. in Paris where they can hop on the train 30 minutes they're in Paris to, right. do, to do Paris or we're in a beautiful countryside setting mm-hmm. walk, relax, spend time with God it's beautiful. Um, we're available to them for counseling encouragement, prayer mm-hmm. just hanging out and laughing um, we love all of that but if they just want a time at family or as a couple to mm-hmm. decompress um, yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. it too. That's uh, great. We don't want it to be a strain financially, so we're uh, 
we're dependent on others chipping in. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes out to like 25 a day. Mm-hmm. Um, they can either participate when they're there, but the costs go on. So, right. Um, anyway. And y'all, and y'all do need, uh, you know, uh, just if the listeners aren't aware, if y'all aren't aware, uh, uh, especially our, with our Grace family and friends, you know, there was a, a gift given by the church, uh, yeah. by y'all, for, really to, for the upkeep of this. Uh, yeah. Or rather, the, started, rather really. the upstart. Up, That's up, what I mean. And, and mm-hmm. but, but from what I understand and from what I heard, you know, continuing forward, there is still a need uh, where, if, where yeah. if Grace family and friends would like to help, um, there's there's a, a, a real need to be able to upkeep, to, yeah. right. to keep this going. For monthly support. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, be praying and... and um, and remember that as we move forward. Um, we still have time for the for another prong. The uh, last prong. <laughs> uh, there are probably other prongs. Right, right? of course, of course. More but. prongy as we go. Yeah. Um, prone to prong. <laughs> uh, but um, That's good. Missy's laughing because she says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. And you better get you. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, the, we're really hoping to, uh, to see World Witness... Um, our denominational mission yes. board yes. to uh, to consider France as a new field. Uh, we've been there as cooperative missionaries for a while. We're in a position to to really open that door, mm-hmm. and and we would love to see uh, many uh, many new missionaries come in there. Spain has been really exciting. Yes. We've had yeah. uh, seventeen new folks come in there fairly uh, quickly. Um, not that we're jealous or anything, but uh, we'd like to at least <laughs> right. have a door open for oh, yeah. folks oh, yeah. coming to France as well. For sure. Um, <laughs> lots of needs everywhere. Um, and we're excited to see the new movement within ARP churches, the new enthusiasm for missions. It's, it's tied into not just, okay, missions is something that that ladies group does and right. says, you know, <laughs> all of that kind of thing. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But it's not just a sideline of, of mm-hmm. a potential church ministry that mm-hmm. if you're interested in that kind of thing, mm-hmm. this is central to the core mm-hmm. of who we are yeah. um, as a church, as followers That's of great. Christ. Um, you know, we're all involved locally, wherever that is, mm-hmm. but we're also involved with each other, yeah. and, you know, praying for each other, supporting each other, uh, seeing that. Mm-hmm. That vision to reach the entire world yeah. with that universal message of the oh, gospel. Yeah. I, I yeah. agree. I agree with that. You know, the it reminds me in you know in the book of Philippians. Uh, you know, Paul is mentioning you know his, his koinonia, his, his you know his true community with the Philippians. But he's he's not with the Philippians, and yet you know through their prayer and support and the sending of uh, of aid, uh, they are truly together. Yeah. Uh, Thankful for your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. It's, it's beautiful, a, a beautiful yeah. picture, and so uh, we're thankful that we can be able to participate with y'all. We're, we're um, completely thankful away. For, for you guys. Thank you. And, um, yeah. you know, you, really, last, was it last year, yeah. um, where we were kind of in a, a desperate situation as far as our support, ongoing support, um, not to get into all the gory details, but right. we were lacking about a third hmm. of our support. And some of our fellow missionaries were saying, well, maybe you should have a plan B. Maybe right. you should just pack up your belongings and put them in storage, right? Because you, know, you may it may take you a year or two right. to to raise that support to get back here uh, if if it ever happens, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But, but we we said no. We don't think God's playing games with us. Uh, he's led us this far, mm-hmm. and 
um, continue forward. And within within three months of mm-hmm. of working at it, of um, not working at it, it's not the work that did it. I understand. Yeah. God really pulled it mm-hmm. together, and grace came in at a, at a very crucial moment well, and, and yeah. helped get us over the over that hump. And so we're we know that He's been involved with us over these years, mm-hmm. and He's gonna. He's going to make it happen. Our God is good. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's all of us together, right. and it's the whole church right. reaching the whole world with the gospel. It's beautiful. And uh, it's, we're excited to be a part of it and, and excited to have a partnership with you guys. That's great. And, uh, well, to, we're, we're, we're nearing the end of our time, and I always ask the same question of all the people that I interview. So y'all haven't listened to a Getting to Know Grace podcast, so you don't know this question, but don't worry. It's not a scary one. We will one. from now on. That's right. Uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not a scary one at all. Um, I, I always ask, you, and, and this time, uh, nearing the middle to end of June of 2016, you've seen Grace a little bit. Uh, you hear from us. You, you see that you know uh, what our church looks like on a Sunday morning. I, I don't know if our listeners can hear, but there's a baby crying, which isn't shouldn't <laughs> surprise anyone uh, because of our makeup. But, you know, from y'all's context to our context, what what do you have to say to Grace as a church right now where we are moving forward? Do, do you have any words that you would like to share with us? Um, we'd love to hear them. Well, just continue. Just continue what you're doing. And, um, I mean, you've just been such an encouragement to us. But um, it's just very obvious you're about God's work. And... Um, it's just very evident. When you come here, when you see what you're doing in the world, it's just amazing. So we praise God for this church. Yeah. Thank you. We're, we're very excited about your emphasis to not get settled, mm-hmm. to keep reaching out, mm-hmm. to keep connecting with with unchurched or, you know, churched is the... For sure. Again, doesn't necessarily oh, yeah. do it, but... <laughs> But to to lead mm-hmm. those who are straying mm-hmm. into a relationship with God, and to keep that your primary focus, mm-hmm. um, you know there are all kinds of things that a church can do, mm-hmm. um, but that's that's got to be it. And mm-hmm. so as you uh, are planting this church, um, think about the next step, the next churches that you are going to plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about sending out your own mm-hmm. people to. Mm-hmm. To reach the world because there's so many needs out there. Um, get in touch with Allie Mitchell and build relationships with these students that come oh, from yeah. all over the world. Invest mm-hmm. your lives in them, love them, show them what mm-hmm. a relationship with Christ can do. Mm-hmm. Um, lead them to, to a saving knowledge of our Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, influence your world locally where you are, personally, face to face. It's a costly process. It takes time out from whatever it is that's going on in your life. But there's no better way to spend Mm -hmm. your life than to do that. And and pray and send, encourage others um, among yourselves as well. Uh, You know, participate with each other, facilitate, uh, equip Mm -hmm. uh, others to to change the world and to, Mm -hmm. to show them that that Jesus is alive. And, uh, Indeed he is. Um, <laughs> a timely word. Thank you all so much. Um, thank you. Thank you, Jeremiah.